Hello and welcome to Cruisin' for a Reviewsin', the podcast where I get a friend to watch a Tom Cruise movie they've never seen before and then review it with me. I'm your host, Cara Westworth, and today I'm joined by Nick. Hello. Thanks for joining me, Nick. A pleasure. We have just watched a movie. We watched it late and we're recording even later because we've been silly fools and it's been a wonderful time. Don't so we're like a silly goose. <laughs> geese, geese, geese. Gooses, geeses, it all sounds good. Geesen, moosen. <laughs> So we're going to try and uh, get this as fast as we can so we're not recording until 2am. However, this movie has a lot in it so and we have a lot to say. So many notes. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Ooh. I'm going to get straight into it instead of my normal uh, waffling on preamble. So we're doing a movie called Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. It's off to a good start, baby. <laughs> so Jack Reacher is from 2012 and it was directed by Christopher McQuarrie. So Christopher McQuarrie did Mission Impossible Fallout and Rogue Nation. Like he's got a really good relationship with Tom Cruise now, but this was their first film together. Uh. Not their best. I've said this a few times in the podcast where I just don't love this movie. And watching it with someone who seemed to feel the same way and we're picking on the same things. I'm like, it's not just me. Like I know a lot of hardcore Tom Cruise fans fucking love this movie. Like really love though. it, rate it so high. And Ooh. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I, I think the second movie is better, but I still don't think it's great. We're going to get into all that, but yeah, just to let you know why we're paying out in it a lot, uh, which I'm assuming is what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, that's why. Okay, I'll quickly go through the characters. Uh, Pretty good cast. A lot of characters with forgettable names. So, like, we'll try and remind you of who everyone is as we go along. So, Jack Reacher is the title character played by Tom Cruise. Helen Roden is played by Rosamund Pike. She is a lawyer. Works really closely with Jack Reacher. Uh, there's the DA, Roden, who's her father, who is on the opposite side to her and a bit of a jerk to her. Emerson is a uh, detective who is the thorn in Jack's side for a lot of the movie. <sighs> feel like shit, but I actually don't know how to pronounce the actor's name. It's David Oyelowo. I think his name is pronounced. I don't know. I'm really sorry. I don't know how to pronounce that name. There's a character called Charlie, played by Jai Courtney. There's there's Linksy, who's a Michael, who's played by Michael Raymond James. Small role, but he kind of plays an integral part at one point. There is Sandy, who's played by Alexia Fast. And a character called Cash, played by Robert Duvall. Mm, unforgettable, that Cash. <laughs> so. And there's one more character. I, I kind of hate to reveal him because you, I don't know, the punch that you get when you realise it's him in the movie is really intense but there's a character called The Zek and he's played by Werner Herzog <laughs> <laughs> he is wonderful he's so good Ooh, I just want to. I want to dig in right now to that. But that's that's for later. That's a later cake. <laughs> I was about to do his voice. Now we'll bring it in. <laughs> we all know what his voice sounds like. He like Werner Herzog's it up it up so ferociously it rules. So this movie is set in Pittsburgh. Uh, it starts with a man pulling into I guess what looks like an old parking garage, and he's basically setting up a gun opposite a sports stadium. It's Jai Courtney, aka Charlie, and he's obviously there to cause some mischief. <laughs> <You don't> re- <laughs> this mischief gun. <laughs> There's mischief of what? Whoa. <laughs> Get out of the way, my mischief gun. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. He looks to the viewfinder at various people and then he starts shooting randomly. We see him shoot five people. He's a scamp, he is. And what a mischievous scamp that man is. <laughs> uh, he zooms off in his van. We sort of see, like, how much evidence he kind of drops along the way. So you're yeah. already like, why are you revealing this killer to me so early on? Hmm, Pays for mystery. his parking. Big point with the mm. parking. Yes, big point. Pays for a quarter for his parking for half mm. an hour. A loony. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the Canadian name? Why did you say Looney in in this American movie? (laughs) Guy was just really excited to say Looney, I think. (laughs) 
All right, SWAT cops rush in and Detective Emerson we're introduced to. He's assessing the scene. I keep thinking back to Minority Report where they talk about an orgy of evidence. Have <laughs> 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 you seen Minority Report? Oh, I love that movie. You know when all the evidence is on the bed? And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Colin Farrell's like, this is an, like an orgy of evidence. Maybe that's oh not the word. Oh, my God. But I feel like that's the word. And, yeah, so I kept thinking like there was so much evidence at the scene. I kept thinking orgy of evidence. This is an absolute Colin, pile of Colin, clues. <laughs> Look at this thing. It's fucking come dripping. Look at this slutty just slapping of clues. <laughs> Got it all. That's insane. Uh, they find the culprit pretty quickly because there's a fingerprint on the coin he used to pay for parking. Mm. The bullet casing was very, um, I don't know, it was a hand-done one, so, you know, pretty easy to, to try. I don't know. I don't know how fucking guns work. Handcrafted boots. <laughs> We discussed, why would you make bullets? And bullets, like, you get 100 bullets for, like, 20 cents so in many, the US. So many, right? Like, <laughs> Weird. Just get on my apples. Yeah. They find him really quickly. He's a, He was a sniper in the US Army. His name is James Barr. When they get to his house, they find the van. They find you know, him fast asleep. They find the equipment used to make the bullets. Like, it's, like I said, orgy of evidence. Everything just, they're real sloppy. Game, set, and match. They're, like, open and shut. You know, Emerson is seen questioning James with the... Oh, and dis- James Barr is not... Charlie. No, yes. So they take a little while to reveal that. Yeah, yeah. Because they're showing the back of him and everything. And it wasn't until... I actually got them very confused. Because yeah. they're just like... He's <laughs> like white dudes. He's a white guy. Yeah. Whoa, this one's got a beard though. I think that's why they chose... Like, oh, I say that now, but there's some more casting later that we realise. But like, they've chosen to look similar. So they yeah. can trick us for the first little bit of the movie. Oh, God me. Emerson and the DA Roden basically are trying to convince James to sign a confession, waive right to cancel, blah, blah, blah. And they give him a piece of paper to write his confession. He just writes, get... Jack Reacher. Like in all caps. In all caps. And they're like, who the fuck is this? Oh, and we get this whole scene. I love this bit so much. Where <laughs> you see in text and spoken out of a mouth, I think I counted 12 times the phrase Jack Reacher over and over again. Just they're just a million times. And I thought it would be a continuing thing for the movie, but in just that one chunk, Jack Reacher, Jack Reacher, Jack Reacher. Like Gabo, Gabo, Gabo. <laughs> slaughtered me. <laughs> so they talk about how he used to be, he was in the military, grew up in the military his whole life and then became a military cop. I'm sure has a more technical name than that. Uh, milk cop. <laughs> That's <a> milk cop. <laughs> milk cop. Milk cop. <laughs> the milkiest of cops. <laughs> oh, look how buttery he is over there, that milk cop. <laughs> Yeah, they talk about his past, but how he two years ago just left and there's no trace of him, no license, no nothing. They know he's not dead because he sometimes withdraws from his pension and that's a, that's all it is. And they're like, well, we need to find him. How do we do that? And Emerson's like, well, we can't. Like, he, you can only find him if he wants to find you. And the next minute, next, literally the next second, yeah. the sec- <laughs> secretary knocks on the door and goes, excuse me, is Jack Reacher here to see you? Shocked. <laughs> <laughs> He immediately demands to see James, who has been beaten almost to death by other inmates. So Jack's like, why wasn't he in protective custody? And they're like, oops, we made a mistake. (laughs) So because they're so sure that he's the killer, they purposely allowed it. So he got the shit beaten out of him. Mm. Which, if you're so confident, let him go to jail. Like, why would... Because ACAB, I guess. Yeah, uh, just let's ignore some civil rights for a hot man. Fuck, it's so awful. Like, even if you did that, don't let people get bashed up before they're fucking... American justice, yay. Oh, and Jack Reacher loves justice so much. Jack, you know, Jack Reacher's like appalling. I'm appalled. I'm off the grid and I'm fucking apeshit about this. I live in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I turn up when I want to. Oh, and, and only actually, I get to beat people up. Well, yeah, only I may beat everyone inside. <laughs> <laughs> and drink blood from a boot. <laughs> 
Uh, we also, when they were talking about Jack Reacher, they showed like a montage of him. He obviously hooked up with a very sexy lady. You see her getting oh dressed, her butt. And then he like goes to an op shop, swaps his outfit he's wearing, a bit more of a Floridian outfit because he's in Florida. And then he swaps it for a more serious Pittsburgh outfit. And everywhere he goes, like the women are just like, oh. Yeah, literally like just, oh, like three heads turning oh. to see him as he walks what's in the, the room. What's the anime noise? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Yeah, he's turned up. He's seen the news about what's happened and they're like, well, why did your friend call you? And he's like, he's not my friend. Like, this dickhead. He says so many times he's not my friend. And they keep calling him, what about your friend? I didn't invite him to my birthday. He's not my friend. Mum says he can't come over. (laughs) We meet Jack's attorney, which is the DA's daughter, Helen. She arrives and she's furious that they've been talking to her client and they're like, he's in a coma. We haven't been. Mm. Also, this is Jack Reach. She's like, what? The Jack Reach? Why are you talking to him? They're like, no, 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 he came to us. Like, a bit of confusion. He keeps insisting. I'm not, I'm not his friend. I just came to here to see this. Like, at one point, they're like, asking all these questions and he goes, well, can I see some evidence? They're so, like, oh, no. And he's like, okay, bye. Yes. Yeah. And walks out of there. <laughs> and he has like, it's like, I know that there's a bus station over there. I can walk there in 24 minutes. Uh, later, they're wigging out. And that's, yeah, when Helen turns up and he allows Helen a little bit of time to have a quick chat before he catches the next bus out of there. He just says, I've absolutely believe he's guilty and you know goes off the record like turns off her recording device to be like okay this is how I know him in Iraq he was a trained assassin he was the kind of guy who joined the army because he wanted a legal means to kill but he you know fired 20,000 shots a week or whatever and never yeah, full montage of like Jughead but in like 30 seconds yeah and he just never got the satisfaction of killing anyone or shooting anyone so at one point when the war ended and they were being pulled out of Baghdad he decided to put a big silencer on his giant sniper rifle yeah, it's like and a jumper too. Yeah, it's like, the Bro, you can't just put your jumper on a gun. Well, apparently it worked. <laughs> it Maybe so you effective. can. <laughs> and he shoots for Americans. So they're not soldiers. They're contractors for the Defence Force. And he shoots them as they're coming out of a building. And, you know, you'd think he'd be in a hu- huge amount of trouble because he kills them all. Mm. Except it turns out they were, Plot coming, twist. Uh, they were coming out of what is known as a rape rally, mm-hmm. which is where women are from ages 11 up to 50-something are brought in and men just... Zoom in slow-mo. One of the guys was pulling up his zipper. And I'm like, fucking punch him in the dick. Get him. (laughs) Shoot him. Shoot him so much more. (laughs) Shoot him around the penis 17 times. (laughs) (laughs) Do the Robocop dick shooting montage. <laughs> exactly. Jack Reacher was the, the cop, the detective, whatever you call him, who, you know, found this a lot. He got a confession out of James. But when they realized what these guys had been up to, they realized, well, we don't want that coming out. So they actually kind of slept under the rug and James never actually saw any time for it because it was such a messy, horrible situation. And Jack says, like, the more we've dug up, the worse it got. So it would have been much, much worse. So that is why he's still out. And that's why Jack absolutely believes that this guy did it. And his reason why he came back is because I told him, if I ever saw him in the news for something like this again, I would come and I would kill him myself. Yeah. And that's literally why he's there like, to deliver on this promise yeah, that he has. like, it seems like you came here to help your friend. He's like, no, I'm going to fucking kill him. I'm going to kill him so good. <laughs> kill him fucking cut so bad. Oh, man, he's so ready. Loves killing, by the way. We see him. <laughs> oh, we love, he loves killing. And let's just say, at this point, we're starting to realise that Jack Reacher isn't a nice guy. Mm. Complete asshole. And he's the worst. He's so rude in these conversations. Yeah, just a Jerk. Keeps walking away, keeps touching people, keeps grabbing things. Yeah, just... 
Just grabs Helen a few times without yeah. asking. Like, kind of like does a weird pseudo flirty thing in the first, like, first interaction and then is like, oh, what? And then just like walks away. Yeah. He does it a couple of times. There's a couple. Well, There's a couple of them. <laughs> so, yeah, this is this is the thing, reason why. We'll get into this later. But, yeah, this is one of the reasons why I don't like this movie is because I just don't like this character of Jack Reacher. He's like, a bastard, he's man. He's a bastard. And, like, maybe there's a reason why he went off the grid because everyone's like, fuck off. You're such a douchebag. Even when he tries to justify it later, I'm still like, yeah. get it. If he up. wasn't so good at karate, he would be in a jails. Yeah. So many jails. Oh, yeah. So she sort of sows some seeds of doubt in him by saying, yeah, but remember, you, you just said that he admitted to it and confessed in Baghdad, but he, he wouldn't now. And he's like, yeah, because he's you know probably crazy. That's why he shot five people. It's like, yeah, but why would he say get you mm. unless he had something, a good reason for it? And Jack's like, oh, that's true. She was talking about the lead investigator having all this access to evidence. He's like, all right, who's that? And he's like, oh, he's about to get on the bus out of here. And he's like, oh, fuck you. And just gets on the bus and leaves. But just before it goes, he gets off and spooks her oh, by yeah. just fucking turning up in front of a car. <laughs> Just standing in front of a car. She nearly breaks both his legs because he's just standing in the middle no, of the car. He would have done a on. on the top. <laughs> He basically sort of confronts her and is like, you know, this guy's a piece of shit. And like, I know why you're trying to prove a point. Like she explains that her dad always wins cases because he takes on cases he can't lose. Mm. But I believe a lot of people have gone to jail for the wrong reasons. And yeah, so she, she's got a point to prove and everything. And he's like, I get it. But also this guy's a piece of shit. But okay, yeah, reluctantly, I'll do it. On the condition that you go talk to the victim's families and find out as much as you can. Yeah. And she's like, oh, as the defense. Why did he, I don't, why, why did he do that? I think it's because he thinks this guy's guilty and he mm. wants to actually remind her what this guy did mm. but also any evidence she gleans from them might help the case which it kind of does well, it actually does because we find out why the victims were shot remember that's it oh we get all the exposition yeah yeah so much exposition exactly so she goes to one of the so she's been going to a couple of the victims families and she goes to one of the victims who she was like a 22 year old nanny and she was there with looking after this kid she meets it with the dad and the dad is really 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 upset obviously but like he says well, all the information you need is here hands her a newspaper and there's like a big gun. Yeah, gun in the newspaper, classic. <laughs> yeah, and she freaks out and he like tells her to sit down and like keeps sort of saying things that are a bit like big red flags and then she You're manages to run away. You're defend him, aren't you? And she's yeah. like, yeah, it's my job. And he's like, oh. <sighs> he just keeps like being scary and weird. Yeah, which uh, any other time I'd be like this man, like you're a creep, but this time I'm like, I get it. Very sad. So she ends up running out in a panic because she realizes she's made a, like this is a terrible thing and she's probably cursing Jack at this point. She runs into her dad having a bit of an argument. because yeah, he's like, dad jump scare. Her yeah. dad it just goes, boo! <laughs> She's like panicking, thinking she's going to be shot to death. <laughs> Here they have an argument and he's like warning her against doing this and like this is really dangerous which is true like even though they obviously have a really bad relationship he's like you shouldn't do this this is quite bad meanwhile Jack's going and looking at the crime scenes like he goes you know where people were shot where the actual shooting happened and where across at a bridge he's implying that maybe mm. they're looking in like mm, different angles mm. <laughs> he does a curious kind of like mm, he's just saying the side of the road where there's no footpaths just like saying there yeah he's just <laughs> There's no room for it. Like, could be hit by a truck at any point. Yeah. Just looking off a bridge going, oh. I see. <laughs> Just prior to this, we actually we introduced to a character, Linksy. He, he's doing a money drop for something. He's like obviously a crime guy. And he gets a phone call and he's like, who the hell's Jack Reacher? And then you see him while Jack's doing this um, snooping around that he's been, he's following Jack to see what he's up to. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Setting it up like, what's going on here? Who's this extra party here? <laughs> <laughs> He also goes to have a look at the evidence at the police station with Emerson and he's basically like, I love you, this bit. You've done a really good job. Like, there seems to be an open and shut case. Damn fine police work. 
work. <laughs> and he says it really pointedly. Yeah. And Emerson's like, what? And he's like, oh, could you remember for me right now the cereal? No, the, Emerson asks him, yeah. what's the cereal? He says, you didn't take any notes. He's like, I don't need to. I'm oh, fine. No, no, no. He's like, well, what's the serial number? And he's like, I don't know. What's the date on that coin that he used in, to pay for his parking? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, 1968. And he also asks, like, <laughs> why do you think he used, he paid for parking? I'm like, no, no, crazy muscle memory. Like, yeah. they say muscle memory a lot in this movie. Um, and, he's, and he just looks at him and he's like, damn, fine police work. <laughs> Flexes on him. <laughs> just continue. He keeps flexing on everyone. Like, this dude's so insecure. That's because he's a super military cop, remember? He's milk, milk cop. <laughs> milk cop. <laughs> <laughs> just squirting A2 protein <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> just, just nipple. What's it called? Breast milk. Milk <laughs> cop. <laughs> Out of his, his front pits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those things. His man mounts. <laughs> <laughs> this bit I never quite understood. Jack goes to eat somewhere, but chooses the busiest pub slash nightclub in the fucking Pittsburgh. <laughs> by himself. And he's just sitting there like awkwardly by yeah, himself trying to eat. His weird little booth. Like it's fucking popping. And he's like sitting there, he has his food and he has his coffee. And like, yeah, you know, people who are paying lots of money for alcohol could probably use that booth, you fucking dick. This is the wrong menu, my dude. <laughs> he encounters a young woman who introduces herself as Sandy and she's kind of flirting with him. She asks his, oh, what's, oh no. He goes like, what's your name? She goes, Sandy. And he goes, Sandy. Yeah, I was Sandy at the beach. She's like, huh? And he's like, I was in Florida. And I'm like, Silly, stop it. She demands, so like, what's your name? And he gives this fake name, which as it turns out, he always gives fake names of like the second batsman for the Yankees. Yeah, that's his, that's a his... second baser from 1920s. Yeah. This random like reference that, who's this for? Like, <laughs> you just this reference in for your granddad? reading these books. <laughs> oh, I know that, uh, that second baser. Very what's good reference. clever. <laughs> <laughs> This is where I really cemented how much I fucking hate Jack Reacher as a person. He bobs her off. Uh, I couldn't afford you. She's like, I'm not a hooker. He's like, mm, then I definitely can't afford you. And she's like, what do you mean? He's like, uh, the cheaper a girl is, the more expensive they are. Like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then like, she's like, and all these guys turn up like, we're her brothers. What have you done? And she's like, five brothers. They called me a whore. He called me a whore. He's like, no, you said hooker. I was implying slut. And I'm like, can Tom Cruise never say the word slut ever again? <laughs> Please. Doesn't fit in his little baby mouth. Later on, he says, oh, that's what he says earlier about, like, have you been so horny? I'm like, Tom Cruise, stop this language right now. Slight. Horny. Slight. Slight. Horny. (laughs) (laughs) I make my buttons on my machine. Slight. Slight. Horny. And when he says, cunt and magnolia, cunt, cunt, cunt. Oh, God. Tom Cruise! Basically, they're summing him up for a fight. The way that, oh, what's his name, Jack is sort of reacting to this <laughs> is he knows that this is like, this is all phony baloney nonsense. Like mm-hmm. the way she visibly reacted to his name not being what she expected it to be. But like they go outside and he keeps warning them like, you know, are you sure you want this? Because I'm going to bash the shit out of you and this is how I'm going to do it. And they're like, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. five of us and one of you. <laughs> anyway, he bashes the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Completely and utterly. He just, just destroys them yep. and then immediately cops turn up as he says they were rolling before they, the fight even began mm-hmm. oh the bit my favourite bit is where he, he does this weird kind of like uh, elbow straight up into this guy's jaw and he goes you're okay you're okay you're okay and he helps the guy down to the ground and then from behind he kicks him in the nuts really hard yeah and we get told all through the movie how badly that has destroyed this man. Like, people keep asking if he's dead. Like, they say he's never going to have children. He's never going to walk again. Yeah, probably went better walk again. And, like, right in the fucking taint. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Has destroyed this man's cajulies. <laughs> Jack Reacher, justice. So much justice straight in his balls. <laughs> oh, 
all the justice in the world straight into your fucking oh, scrotum. Was that Jeb? Jeb, yeah. Named character Jeb? <laughs> poor old Jeb. So, yeah, bash the shit of him. Please come. Old mate Jack is busted. So is Jeb because he's fucking writhing around the ground, fucking dying in pain. <laughs> Emerson and Helen get Jack out pretty much shut away because no one's willing to press charges, even though they would love to. So, yeah, he's he's free to go and he's, he's like lying there all smugly on his bench like, hmm, but no one's pressing, are they? He's like, no. He's like, I guess I'll get out of here. Because we got hired, we're goons. <laughs> Sorry. Jack tells Helen how he believes they were paid to beat him up, but he has no idea who would send them. Um, and he's like, obviously, whoever's following me earlier has something to do with that. So let's... Uh, What's he wearing at this point, Carl? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they go back to his hotel room because Jack Reacher doesn't have any other clothes. And obviously he worked up quite a sweat and a stink. He's a homeless fucking drifter. <laughs> <laughs> And so he's that's what he washes his shirt in the sink. And so he's just standing there just flexing his big muscly body. Yeah. And at one point she's like, Can you please put a shirt on? He's like, This is my shirt. And he's like a little raggy shirt. Also, this shirt was already raggy when he bought it from the op shop. Like, <laughs> come on, dude. <laughs> he doesn't wash ever, he just buys new shirts. Where is his money? Like what the, I just, oh, I have so many questions. <laughs> She also tells him about all the victims, all the stuff he found out. Like she, cause he says, so how'd you go today? She's like, well, probably as badly as you were expecting it to. And he's like, oh, are you okay? And she's like, you know, I guess. And she's all teary and stuff because it was kind of fucked yeah. what happened. Then on um, this horrible. And, but also apart from that, you know, the dad implying that he wanted to kill her, all the family's probably crying at her and telling her how their lives have been destroyed, which is probably fucking harrowing. But also, like, this is the thing, like... People like, how could it defend? Like, someone has to defend this, but like, that's a basic human right is that you go to court, justice has to be served, you get to be defended. Like, someone's yeah. got to do it. Don't be a cunt to them. Like, they, yeah, that sort of thing grinds my gears. Absolutely. This movie implies, like, do people need to fit? I don't know. I'm just asking questions. I'm here. just asking a question. I don't know. If no one asked the question, how do we know? <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> she goes through and talk. I won't go through it all so now. much exposition it's yeah. ridiculous but when she goes through it all he's like like that's all great you told me but like i reckon those two individual people were actually having an affair and she's like what he's like why would he buy roses for his wife he's argued with in the morning he'd buy them in the afternoon and why was she buying a watch on with cash because she didn't want to shop in the credit card statement when their anniversary is the next day he's like probably and she's like well who cares and he's like i, I know but this is just the things these are things that aren't going to be investigated that might be and it's yeah implied talking about one of the characters i won't go into just yet who might be the reason why some of this stuff has happened. <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the bit where when, with his no shirt on, um, he's like, um, you should go now. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he just leans down right into her and he's shirtless, remember? Inches away. Very, like, provocatively. And she's like, oh, how dare you? But then he, like, just picks up the keys next to her and puts it in her hand and lay like, we know what you're applying there, Jack. Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're trying to be a saucy bitch. Don't yeah. pretend that you... <laughs> You couldn't have leaned way away from her and picked up the keys. like. Or say, can I please yeah. have those keys? Please! <laughs> <laughs> so we follow, go back to Lingsy, the guy who was following Jack. I love this scene so much. This is the best scene in the movie. Easy mode. Oh, it was. So Charlie, which is Jai Courtney's character, the actual shooter, they're this Brookseal construction, which we have kind of seen little, that's just one of the characters mm. who got... He was killed. He goes and talks to Charlie. Uh, Lingsy goes and talks to Charlie. He hired five guys to take out Jack, which he thought would be enough, but obviously he underestimated this guy. And Charlie's like, well, were any of them, did they know you? Like, were they connected to you? And he's like, one of them was the Jeb guy. But, you know, I sorted that out. Like, well, what? Where's his body? And we're like, I, I don't know. Chopped it up. 
And they're like, no, what if we needed the body? Now we've got a missing person. This is like so many loose ends. And meanwhile, there's a shadowy figure in the background, which is... Oh, they're in the shadows. And Lindsay is like, does not want to look at him because like, obviously he has such a horrible, foul reputation that he's like, I don't want to look. No, I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, though, Avicelli is like berating him like, you were meant to be looking after this part of it. Where are the guys in the background? You fucked it up. And our mate, the Zek. The Zek. Comes out. And so when Werner Herzog has like a, a milky contact lens. Oh, I like love a, a milk guy. <laughs> <laughs> he just naturally looks so evil. It looks, and it looks so perfect. I'm like, Venom has like, is this what his eyes look like? I actually don't know. Yeah, basically to tell him how badly stuffed up. And then he goes on to this spiel talking about, and then we're going to turn to their voice. Hey? <laughs> Dude, you got it. Uh, when I was a little child. <laughs> now I'm you got the, it, you got it. Now I'm doing the Arnold Schwarzenegger. I've been watching Arnold Schwarzenegger stuff. When I was a little child, I wore the coat of a dead man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Can you do it? I don't think he. I think he only. Like I don't know if he can. Like mm. not whisper. He's always whispering. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> when I was a child, I wore one dead man's coat, and there's something about how he had his hand in the coat. There was a hole in the pocket, and he got frostbite. And in then Siberia. He, so he, yeah, he's in. Yeah, one prison. hand's fucked from from cold. Frostbite. From frostbite. So he bit off all the fingers. <laughs> So they wouldn't turn gangrenous. And then he bit the other one, two on the other hand off to avoid going to the sulfur mines. Yeah. Yeah, fucked up childhood. But I don't quite know that's how that's relevant. But he basically uses that story and says, okay, Linksy, prove to me, uh, you know, we'll do anything to prove yourself and to survive. Eat your fingers, little bitch boy. <laughs> little bitch. <laughs> Bite your fingers off. And Because the guy's like, okay. Can I have a knife? He says, did I have a knife in Siberia? It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> and so Lingsy tries to bite his thumb. Like, said, oh, why your thumb? Oh. Why would you start with your thumb? Like, get, work it up from your little finger, you <laughs> twit. Um, he can't do it, obviously, because that's fucked. But, I mean, of course, if you thought you were going to die, you'd probably give it more effort than, like, I think like uh, a Band-Aid. Like, it just right off. Just, uh, instead of putting it in your mouth and, like, like really. that's strong. I don't know. I think back in samurai times, they would chomp off their whole tongues as a way of suicide because you go, ah, and then all the blood comes out and you die instantly. As someone who had a, their first proper blood nose today in their life, because my extra long nails actually poked myself up my nose and oh. <laughs> it fucking pissed out. Oh, it was actually pretty cool. <laughs> Like uh, that, but that was like, I was like so much blood. And that was just like a little tiny little nick. Just like my Japanese anime. Saw some boobs. Yeah, like just the thought of that makes me, yeah. I know that I would probably rather be shot than have to bite my own fingers off. But I was like, like I said, I got fuck off now. I got to just like chew around my nails. <laughs> you don't want to ruin the perfect look. You want that finger to be perfect when you bite it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit I love that and so because he can't do it Charlie shoots him and they're like alright we must continue our work they always take the bullet they are all big wusses <laughs> 11 herbs and spices finger licking good <laughs> you're a wonderful character incredible <laughs> what's up with the sec the sequel should be just the zet yeah What's he doing? <laughs> What's he up to? I am an old man. Oh, he is just with an, an old, old man. coat. When <laughs> <laughs> you talk to his grandchildren, they're like, "Oh, here we fucking go with old old dead man's coat shit and again." A pocket full of dreams. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Helen gets the credit card information that Jack requested a bit earlier uh, of James. So Jack requested like credit card info, like find out if he's got friends, what he does, if he goes to strip clubs, whatever, shooting ranges. All she can get is the credit card transactions. And all he does is buy groceries and petrol. She's like, well, there's nothing here. And he's like, well, he always fills up on Saturdays and Sundays. And he so he seems to do a lot of driving on the weekend. Could he be going to a, a shooting range? Can you find out any shooting ranges? And he has all these specs that someone who's a sniper would probably need. Mm. And she's like, why do I need that? And he's like, yes, do it. I'm Jack Reacher. Don't even forget about it. <laughs> I'm so good at detecting. I'm a homeless I'm not going to fucking explain it. Just fucking do it. I'm Jack Reacher. <laughs> um, she drops him off at the auto parts store. So when Sandy was flirting with him and he insinuated that she was a sex worker, she's like, I just work at the auto parts store. At the auto parts so, store. So, you know, Helen's like, what do you mean auto pa- the auto parts store? He's like, no, no, no. She didn't say a auto parts store. She said the. So he, she knows exactly which one. Is there one of them around? No. We don't have the auto parts store. This is Pittsburgh. This isn't, you know, Ipswich where... <laughs> There's <laughs> like one or two. And also I can think of like five autopilot store names switch. So anyway, I don't think that reads that well, but anyway. Yeah. So he goes there, finds Sandy at work, like goes to her boss who is a bit useless. Yeah. And like she goes in there, she's like, ah, oh, shit, I'm fucked. And... <laughs> But luckily, Jack, though he seems to be a giant piece of shit, also doesn't just bash up young girls for no yeah. reason. She explains that she was paid a hundred bucks to lure him. Jeb, who everyone does what he says because he he works at the auto parts store, but is actually a crystal meth guy. I'm and- a meth man. <laughs> <laughs> Same sound, still works. <laughs> Some excellent scatting there. Thank you. So she was told that he was a creep and that he was she was going to lure him to come with her and grope her and then they would bash him up because he was mm. a perv. You know, she's all apologetic and everything and that she's like, I just have to do what Jeb says. And That's what girls like me do. Yeah. She gives him Jeb's address. He takes her car. He's like, I'm going to take your car. He's like, that's not my car, that's Jeb's. And he's like, well, I guess I'll be returning it to him promptly, won't I? And then he's leaving because apparently, like I said, women can't stop fucking swooning around him. She's oh, like, Jesus. I get off at six. You want to go catch up? And he's like, just leave town for a bit, please. Would you just mm. be safe? And so I wrote, she asked him out, lol. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes to Jeb's house, which is a piece of shit house. An older woman is sitting at the front and she's all spaced out. Looks like she's got like drug paraphernalia around her. So he, he says like, I've got a warrant and realises she's she's out of it and just goes in, except she's not out of it. And she, no. under her blanket, she's like presses. Remember the old Nokia where you just hold a button in, that like a speed dial? She oh, just, shit. Yeah, she does that. So she obviously calls someone to say, some fucking bastard's here. Yeah. He's looks snipping around the house. One of the main things he noticed in the bathroom, there's, there's no shower curtain and there's actually remnants of a shower curtain, like it's been pulled off really mm-hmm. roughly. And he's like, that's sus. And he Tom goes- Tom Cruise finds Tom Clues. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Okay. Um, it's, uh, it's a bad a joke. And I love it. <laughs> yeah, we see a red car racing to the house while he's doing sort of investigating all this stuff. He goes to make a phone call but then decides not to and wipes the phone down, which is when he goes back in the bathroom to inspect the curtain and these two fucking bumbling thugs come oh, in. Wow. This weird scene. Three stooges out of nowhere. We've got these, these two guys with two big, like a baseball bat and a, a crowbar. Yeah. And they just go, oh, whack! And they whack into the door frame where his head kind of is. And he gets... Of like a boom, yeah. 
wallops. But then they just don't hit him again because they keep like both trying to come in the bathroom at the same time and like literally bouncing around the door. Yeah, yucky. And then they like keep missing and hitting. And because I love close quarters fight scenes, like in night and day when they're fighting on the airplane and like stuff like that. I love that. Like not a Mission Impossible stuff. Really fun. Like it's really clever. And mm. this was just like wasn't even a fight scene. He was just like hiding in the bathtub. Yeah. They're, like boom, 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 smashing, and then like glass going everywhere. Absolutely fucking hopeless. Yeah, there's a bit where he like makes eye contact with the audience, like I'm doing it. Like I like got a speaking rock and. Congratulations. <laughs> you did, did it, your guy. Line. <laughs> he basically bashes him up really well. And he, the, the <laughs> ultimate way of bashing him is the big ball guy yeah. uses his head Off. to smash the other guy's head. <laughs> he fell out of my chair just then. <laughs> Yeah, like, I feel the guy could just flex his neck. Not have Tom Cruise use his head to smash the other guy's head. He's a big, dumb fool, though, so I guess he's like, oh, oh why do I stop this? <laughs> <laughs> I got the old kiss of jiggle necks. Not my jiggle neck. Oh, my weakness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, old jiggle necks. <laughs> There's another third guy turns up with a gun. It's one of the... Weedy guys who was trying to bash him up the other night immediately disarms him and finds out Jeb is actually missing and they're like they're kind of a bit worried because he would never leave his mum bit strange and obviously with the shower curtain missing Jack's kind of figuring it out he takes that guy's car he's like I didn't steal your car did I he's like no 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 take it as long as you want so he gets yeah. another fucking sweet muscle car because yeah <laughs> Sandy's car was a muscle car I feel and, there's uh, a lot of insight into how he's been operating in his whole life yeah he just beats people up and says I didn't beat you up and I didn't steal your car they're like oh no the oh. mouth of the blood and teeth <laughs> 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 Jack later tells Helen that he actually believes that the crime scene was too great. Like it's his words is this crime scene was too great. Like it was perfect. And that I actually have changed my mind. I now think that James was actually a patsy. That's why he asked me. It's not that he did it and, you know, thought like a gad of it. He's gone, I didn't do this. And the only person who's going to figure this out is the guy who got me the first time. Helen obviously thinks he's nuts because it's such a huge, big like change around. Her excuse is like, this, you're some crazy guy who just, you know, is off the grid and blah, blah, blah. Can't believe I believed you, which is not a good reason not to believe someone. Mm. But also he like waxes lyrical about how, you know, look at these people in that building over there. Their lives suck ass and I don't have to live like that. <laughs> I don't suck ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat ass ever. <laughs> and we're like, we know, Jack, we know. <laughs> Only give Jack reach arounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have been zinging the reach. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Right. <laughs> After waffling on, he then says, actually, can you also run the plates of that Audi that's been following me all day that's downstairs? Mm-hmm. She does that. Charlie, they must have, I don't know. I don't know how this all works, but Charlie's like, oh, they're checking our plates. We better peel yeah. out of here. And then the guy is driving next to him and starts looking at his thumb like, oh, no, my thumb. <laughs> I got to eat my thumb. got to eat my fucking thumb. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter now because if they're running your plates, they know who you are. So everyone's useless in this fucking game. Mm. Helen starts to accept Jack's theory, especially when they actually look up the, who the Audi belongs to. Liebenhauer Industries, who are actually like currently involved in a lawsuit against the construction company that was, I can't even remember what the fuck it's called. What's the construction company called? Odin. Brookseal. Brookseal Construction. Oh, not even close. Basically, what we found out earlier was Oline, Oline? Archer, she was the second victim. She was marching up with all the paper. That's why we saw the Brooks Hill construction on the letterhead on the paperwork. Oh, yeah. So she, her husband owned it. He was like really struggling with it because I had lawsuits from these, from this Liebenhauer ah, Industries. Yeah. So he ended up dying in fact from a heart attack from all the stress of it. And she was like so keen to get rid of the business. 
business. But then she sort of had a last minute change of heart mm. and decided to keep it. When she got shot, she was actually on her way to get a loan so she could not only keep the business but also fight the lawsuit. And they're kind of like, oh, this is a big coincidence that you know, you're being followed by someone from that company and yeah, all the puzzle pieces are falling together. Mm-hmm. So Rachel is like really keen to find who the real killer is. But Helen says like, it's not my job. I'm not a cop. Like I'm just, I've got to get my client off yeah. the throw. And, and she's like, you are also not a cop. Yeah. Please stop copping around. <laughs> Jack Rachel, do what I want. Bashes things as he leaves. Yeah. And during this conversation, he keeps grabbing stuff. He picks up the phone that starts ringing. He hands her the phone. He grabs the phone off her. He grabs her by the arm. Rude. The rudest man alive. We cut to Sandy. She hasn't left town like Jack requested because, you know, she's, why, why would you listen to this random man who comes in and harasses you at work? And you're like, guess I better leave town for three days. Mm. No, she's going out to the pub with her friends again. <laughs> and she's wearing a great outfit and she has a banging bod and good on her. Mm-hmm. Except that Charlie uh, runs into her and fakes that he knew her, had that, like, I had a hookup with her at some point and knows it through someone else. And she's like, oh, yeah, we must have been really wasted. Basically, another you know, bad guy stuck up behind her. Charlie just fucking sucker punches her really hard in the face. So hard. She's like, out. Out. She's and, but then out. to make sure the job is finished, he actually, with his hand over her face and suffocates her. They're obviously setting up that she's been punched to death. Yeah. Pretty brutal, that poor girl. As a Brazilian jiu-jitsu, let me just Joe Rogan this whole situation. <laughs> He just puts his hand over her nose and mouth and just holds it there. I'm like, what? Is that? What do you mean? If you have a thick enough hand, like, I don't know. Yeah, that's wild. You can't just, and that takes so long. That would take, like, a long time to kill like someone. That would take, like, five minutes. Like, but, and there's, like, people around, right? Yeah. So he He's like, I'm there, just like, patting her face. Yeah, just, shh, just try to die, please, <laughs> for me. I don't know how to choke people. I'm sorry. <laughs> they didn't teach me in killer class. <laughs> My big hand, just do it, smush in the face. Oh, no. I got D minus on choking. <laughs> Choked on my choking Sam. <laughs> and they're basically setting it up that they want Jack to be blamed for this because who recently has been done for like punching people out really and injuring them with very little hitting? Mm-hmm. Mm, Jack Reacher. <laughs> mm. So while all that's happening, Helen lets Jack know that she actually found a shooting range that fit his specifications perfectly in Ohio, which is like a few hundred miles away, you know, has the perfect place where you can actually practice sniper shooting because mm. I guess a lot of them don't. That's a lot of land that you need to use a sniper rifle, right? I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's why he wasn't just going to the one around the corner because... Huh, it's a special have... sniping range. Yeah. Jack warns her to be careful because obviously as a lawyer, anyway, she's going to be under the spotlight. But also, like, all this dodgy shit's happening and now they've got all these reason to believe this isn't what they think happened. Did not happen. And so now she's really high risk mm. and tells her to be careful and she's like oh, forget about it I'm fine and I had to look after myself and I'm like I don't know like you let Jack just saunter into your life like yeah whoa <laughs> <laughs> waving his red flag yeah just a fucking 10,000 wave flag <laughs> in your face she's like this is fine like getting hit in the head with a red flag that's <laughs> <laughs> so funny all right, we're about to hit one of the really big action scenes. Oh, yeah. That's the same involves zoomy cars. <laughs> but we have been talking for a while and we have much to discuss, including the big finale. So who done it? Who, who did who? it? The Zek who? <laughs> So we're going to leave it there. As per usual, it's a two-parter because I don't know how to not talk about a thousand things when I do this damn podcast. Oh, no, you enjoy time with your friends? I love my friends! You fool! So, before we go, Nick, anything you'd like to plug right now? Oh, yeah. Get me to paint your minis. It's my weird hobby. I'm Left Hand Pooch on Instagram. I will paint any mini. No size too big, except for maybe a house. Maybe I'll... the size of Jack Reacher's big peck muscles. Oh, his big man mounts. <laughs> 
Jack, may I please paint your movie giant man mounds, please? Yeah, I'll body paint Tom Cruise. He would have to ask me, though. I wouldn't approach him. No. It'd be weird. You're like, um, excuse me, Tom Cruise, do you need your man mounds painted? Yeah. This is very context. You need. You didn't need a conversation before this. No. <laughs> oh, you don't listen to Kara's podcast? Oh, I see. Okay, let me explain myself. <laughs> Ah, uh, shit. Well, as for my podcast, as per usual, it is Tom Cruise Reviews on Instagram, Tom Cruise Review, no S on the end, on the Twitter, and TomCruiseReviews.com for everywhere else. Please like, review, subscribe, all that sort of shit on your preferred podcast platform. It really means a lot to me. And we're going to be back next week with the stunning conclusion to our review of Jack Reacher. Oh, yeah. Brum Brum's coming up, baby. Brum, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.